Hey, welcome back to the Willow Tree Online. I'm Steven. And I'm Christina. And we are so excited that you're back, that we're back. Every time we do this, we just feel really excited and grateful that you're listening. So uh, this episode, we are going to be talking a little bit about um, values. What are your values and how to take your values and actually kind of incorporate them in your day. That's something that is kind of the core of what we do kind of what we're all about here, which is living your life in alignment with your values in a really practical way. So we're kind of talking high level stuff today, and then we'll get some boots on the ground day to day, kind of a day in the life of, but through that specific lens of like, how do we architect our day to, you know, make sure that we're, we're living our life um, kind of aligned with our values. Yeah. Anything you want to add? Yeah, I think it's just so easy to have things that we say we value and that we really do value. But then when we look at our day-to-day life, it's like, well, is that really being incorporated into our day-to-day life? Or are we just working off of a checklist, going from one thing to another and kind of getting those things getting lost? And someone... They said, I would love to hear just like what a day in the life looks like for you guys. And so we thought this would be a fun way to kind of incorporate that. Like also give you like a little sneak, not a sneak peek. What is that called? An in a behind the scenes. A behind the scenes of just the glamorous life of the Hudson. Yeah, the unglamorous life. What does our day look like? So if that's something that is fun for you, then you'll get a peek into Dawn to dusk with the Hudson's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it, I, I love what you, you said. Like, I am especially guilty of this, of, you know, having great intentions. Beginning of the week, you know, I start with like, ah, oh, I feel rested. And like, I've got like, this is what I want to focus on this week. I'm going to do yoga every day. And, you know, whatever. Um, whatever the thing is. But life happens. The whirlwind happens. There's a business book that I, I read and kind of follow their methodology and they talk about the whirlwind, Mm. you know, and, and that's, we all get sucked into the whirlwind, right? We just have the day things just, we just kind of get taken into it. So we have to be really, really intentional and focused on like, what are these core things? And like, we've got to block them out in the calendar. You got to schedule that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Well, we're going to, we're going to talk through that. Well, first we're going to do our three highlights as always encourage you to invite you into that as well. Do our three highlights, dive into that kind of conversation around like our values and then walk you through our day. And then we'll uh, wrap it up with some whimsy and delight. Uh, so let's Sounds jump right good. into our, uh, our three highlights here. Um, Christina, what were your three highlights today? All right. One was this evening, before the sunset, we were all like outside playing on the deck. Beckett had his sand and his water, and I was just sitting out there with him. And Stephen was doing some planting, and it was just, I just love these spring nights in Tennessee. There's just something about it. It's like a little bit humid, a little bit cool. It's just my favorite time of year. So well, that was it gets, it gets dark later. Yeah, it you was know, like 7.30, so, and the and sun like, was still out. Yeah, but like, but like kind of dusky, uh-huh. like... Yeah. Just peaceful. I love it. And we've got a nice, it's not like an insane view, but we have, we're up a little Mm -hmm. bit. We're kind of on a hill. We're towards the bottom of a hill, but we do get to see the tops of trees a little bit. Yeah, we like overlook trees rather than a neighborhood. Yeah. We don't overlook There's a huge house right at the bottom of our our street that that 
you know, it's kind of right there, but then we can, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a higher up view, which is really nice. Yeah. It's, it so makes that for was a good view. One of mine. Number two was I went for a little walk with Becky today and the air was just so nice and it was really sunny. I guess those are similar highlights, but I loved my walk with him. And then another highlight was just Beckett hates getting his diaper changed. It's just his worst thing in the day every time I have to do that. But I have found this hack this week that if he loves silly songs from Veggie Tales, so if I say, Beckett, you want to listen to silly songs and change your diaper? And he gets so excited. He like comes running for the changing <laughs> table. And so I put on the water buffalo. And y'all, he, if you if you know Veggie Tales, he you, you know. loves it, and so he holds the phone and listens to the music while I change his diaper. It and is so just, bizarre to hear these songs, you as know, an and see, as an adult, you know, because oh, I grew so up with them. Oh, but they're so much better. The lyrics, it's, they're just so funny. So, anyways, that was a highlight. Just seeing his huge smile when I say, "Do you want to hear silly songs?" I don't know how long this is gonna work, but for now, it's working, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. All right. What were your three highlights, Stephen? My three highlights uh, were the first one was my morning with Beckett. Um, I had a great morning with him, kind of an extended morning because you were not feeling great. So you had a nice long nap and all that stuff. And um, But we just had a great time. He, he played well and it was just a beautiful day. And I ended up holding him for his entire nap, which... I don't do mm-hmm. often, you know, I usually, you know, uh, I set him Sunday down. Sunday when we're yeah, recording this. Yeah, today's Sunday. So um, I just decided, I was like, I'm just going to stay in here. It's a lazy Sunday morning. I'm just going to hold him. Mm. And that was really nice. And there's nothing quite as nice as a holding a sleeping baby, <laughs> you know. Um, and then we did a uh, kind of a outing, a family outing in the afternoon. We went and got... Ice cream, plant-based vegan ice cream from a place called Coco's here in Nashville. Very good, very delicious, lots of fun flavors. Um, and it was just, it was great. It was kind of windy and rainy earlier in the day, and then the sun broke, and it was beautiful by the time we got to the ice cream place. So <laughs> we didn't look like the insane people <laughs> holding our, our coats around us eating ice cream. And then uh, third highlight was I got some gardening time in tonight. Spent like an hour outside just working on tasks and trying to get some stuff done that I needed to get done for a while. And, and we've decided while he was working on his tasks, we decided and kind of like measured out that we are going to convert this little shed that we have in the backyard yep. to a greenhouse next gonna year. Convert it to a greenhouse. And I'm I don't, so excited yeah, about it. I don't it. have enough to warrant really having a shed like all of that fits in the garage for me like it's just some shovels even on a lawnmower. if you did you would still want to turn it into a greenhouse don't uh, you true think? absolutely absolutely <laughs> right. values yeah no de- definitely um definitely would like to have a greenhouse have always wanted to have a greenhouse i'm excited about this idea um to start seeds and be able to grow stuff that we wouldn't normally be able to grow all year round grow it bananas back there. i mean maybe who knows <laughs> citrus avocado mm-hmm. kiwi Kiwi? I don't know. Oh Jackfruit. <laughs> oh, I'm just listing tropical plants. Um, yeah. And then I do have a bonus. Uh, I was doing some of that gardening stuff outside and I heard my neighbor uh, right across the street from us 
struggling, like their lawnmower wasn't working. Like they were trying to start it and it just wasn't starting. And I could tell she was really frustrated with it. And I have a mower. So I was like, Hey, do you want to just use mine real quick? I don't know what's going on with yours, but like you do, you need to finish your lawn today. Right. She's like, yeah, I just am trying to finish it. They don't have a huge yard. It's like, yeah, let me, let me just roll it over, rolled it over. She brought it back when she was done. And like, I, I have been that neighbor. I have been the person who like the thing doesn't work or I don't have what I need. And I feel so fortunate that like I was in a position where I like, I have a mower that works. I would love to let you borrow it. You because know? last week they let you borrow their hose because Steven was watering the front yard and our hose was broken. So the water was coming out of the middle of the hose. Yeah. And so he was it's like literally the hose had split. So I had it like he was literally dangling <laughs> this hose over our front lawn and like all the water was pouring out. And that's how he was watering. And they're like, do you want to borrow? A hose? Do you want an actual hose? Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, I, it just felt good to be, to like have something that like I could lend out yeah. and like be generous with. Cause I remember times when like I needed something and I didn't have anybody, you know, who was being generous with me or there were times when somebody was generous. So anyway, all right. So that was the three highlights. What were yours? Let us know, um, or don't, but hopefully you, <laughs> um, can identify some highlights for the end of your day or if you're at the beginning of the day even. What are three good things that have already happened? Um, all right, let's dive into the core content here. Um, so we're going to start with kind of a disclaimer here <laughs> that, um, you know, that we know kind of as we walk through like what our day looks like and the things that we do and don't do, you know, just acknowledging that everybody is different. Everybody's circumstances are different. Every Everybody's um, what they're able to do is different. The means that they have, like for us, some things we ha are able to do is a luxury for some other people. And other people might be like, wow, I, you know, that you might be better off than we are or whatever. Um, you might have different challenges than we do. You, you most likely do, right? Even if you also have pots, you still have different challenges. So just kind of as we dive into this, know that our life is very different. We're not saying do what we do. We're saying, you know, hopefully through this process, you can figure out how to apply it kind of for yourself. So anything to add to that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think just, this is just, you know, not to compare our days, but just to give you a little peek into ours and hopefully offer some ideas for how we now incorporate our values. Cause we haven't always. And also, um, kind of recognizing that what we're going to share is like just sort of a scaffolding of like what holds our life, what holds our day together. Um, and like just remembering we're not going to share like, and then around this time, Beckett usually starts screaming, you know? So we have all of that too. We're not and giving you like all the nitty gritty. Yeah. But, um, there's a lot of that as well. So we just want to <laughs> share just, you know, we have a very human day as well. And yep. there, there are all those things too. So yeah. we're yeah, just yeah, sharing yeah. the highlights. Yeah. So let's talk through real quick, just about values. You know, why, why do values matter? Christina. Yeah. I think just to me, it's like, they're just our true North and they're one of our true Norths. 
it's like, if we know what we value, it's something simple that we can keep coming back to when everything feels like a whirlwind and you can just kind of put a peg in the ground and remember. And even if at the end of the day, it can feel like, oh, today was so hard, but then it's like, okay, but let's like prune down like the things that really mattered did those happen? You know, we all were still sitting around the table at dinner tonight. It's just kind of a true North that keeps us feeling grounded. I think, would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. And I think the, um, kind of the, the other main piece for, for all of us again is, you know, we, there's a lot that we don't have control over in our life, you know, and this is one of the small things that, that we do have control over. We have agency over, we can say, I value this, therefore I'm going to architect my day, my week, so that this thing happens in some way, shape, or form. It is a way for us to step out of reactive, you know, where life is just happening to Mm -hmm. us and step into the driver's seat a little bit and say, nope, I'm going to design this in, in this small way that I can. And that's really powerful. We talked a lot about that in the last episode with the Grand Canyon hike and all that stuff, but kind of in the same vein, um, it's really, it's a really powerful shift to say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take control of my life in this way versus just feeling like my life is out of control. It's like, well, let's, this is a very practical way to, uh, kind of shift that a little bit. So Um, To me, it feels like the most important thing, more important than like achievements or goals or whatever, like this, defining your values and making sure you're you're practically living them out is that's what, when you look back 10 years, you know, you'll go, wow, look at all the good that's come. I'm I'm living the life I want to live. It keeps us from living on autopilot, don't you think? Yep. Yeah. And you wake up 10 years and you go, what happened? Yeah. Where, Where has life gone? Um, so yeah, that to me is why it matters um, and why it matters to kind of put it into our days. Um, so let's talk through our core values. Um, and I think they're a little different. Christina and I definitely have some overlap, but we're going to mm-hmm. kind of do a separate values right now. So Christina, what are your what are your values day to day? Yeah, it's like kind of hard to define core values. And when I work with clients, we talk about this a lot Um but I think it's, it is important to kind of come down to like, uh, what is your one to three core values? And we, we're going to challenge you at the end to think about that too. So I value a lot of things in, in life. I value health and I value being outside and all these things. But if I kind of prune everything back and I think like, what are, what's the top level though for me, it's connection. And for me, that means connection with myself, connection with other people, connection with nature, and connection with God, divinity, that. So for me, if I look at my day, I want to see where am I weaving all of those things in. And often if I'm feeling really off, it's because I'm feeling disconnected from either other people or myself or nature or God. And so that for me is where I kind of, where, where all my values kind of sit into there. And that's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I like the one to three. I don't quite have one to three, so I need to work on that, I think. (laughs) But, but yeah, I think it's really important to really focus it down. 
Um, and I love that's something that you've worked on. Like you did not just wake up one day and went, this is my core value. Yeah. It's a connection. Like that was a multi-step iterative process. Yeah. I actually take you, clients you know, through a process of like, let's figure out what your core values are. Yeah. Cause we can, we all probably have a laundry list of things we would say we value. Yep. And so it's finding, yeah, what are the, what's the thread through all of that stuff? Mm-hmm. And for you, you really identified with the connection piece, mm-hmm. which really makes sense to me knowing you. Yeah. For me, I mean, on a really practical, the way that I tend to think about my values right now, it's, it's the things that like I, I need to get, you know, either every day or every week. And so for me, that is, um, it's physicality. And when I say physicality, I'm talking about exercise, movement of some kind, um, something where I can get into my body. Mm-hmm. And so that, whether that's gardening, whether that's a workout, that usually means like a daily workout. It usually means doing like stretching or mindfulness in, of some kind, it's like yoga and walking or hiking, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, solitude or alone time. Um, I really identified that last year as something that's really, really important for me. And I think for everybody, you know, especially if you've got kids, you know, there's, there's so, there's so much happening all the time, like just having a place. And for me, it's usually going on a hike or something. And so, you know, going on a hike where it's just me and I get that time completely to myself um, that is, it is hard to exact over exaggerate mm-hmm. how important that has been for me. Um, so that is, that's one for sure for me. Um, and kind of a dedicated work time, like that focused work time. And this, this comes through and like how we kind of structure our day, but like having, a space and time where it's like, okay, like I am now like working and I'm, mm-hmm. I have a start and an end and that kind of thing. Um, so I've really like focus. Maybe if I'm kind of, I'm kind of talking through this right now, but like yeah. it's, it's like having focused time for each of the things that are important in my life. That's a big kind of overarching like thing. Like compartmentalizing, here. I think really. Yeah. Like really saying like, okay, like I need, I need exercise. I need physical stuff. Okay. How do I block that off? Mm-hmm. And then I need, yeah, this alone time. I need to be able to get my work done without distraction. How do we do that? Mm-hmm. Um, and then like really quality family time, you know, so that I'm really present and, and available if you need me or if Beckett needs me or just for us to enjoy our time together, you know, so mm-hmm. that's really important to me right now. So um, even in that yeah. list, like what I heard like reflecting back to you and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but it was like, you know, you need like the physicality. So it's like you need connection with your body mm-hmm. and somatically. And then there's, you need connection like spiritually and for your mind. And then there's the connection with others. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if a lot of values kind of can fall under that umbrella of connection. And then it's just a question of what, what kinds of connection Makes you yeah. feel fully alive. I, the way that I always think about it has been through mindfulness thinking or presence. Mm-hmm. Like I can't tell you how many times if I've written down like, all right, what am I working on this week or this month? Like what's my habit? It's presence. That's the thing that I'm focusing on, which is the 
act of being a hundred percent like where you are, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not distracted. I'm not thinking about other things. Like if I am here to work, then like I am working. My mind is not divided. If I am with my family, then it's family time and I'm fully present in the family time, you know, or if I'm hiking, you know, then I'm like completely out and I'm like just by myself and letting my brain and my body do that thing. I don't, I don't overlap well. Some people do. They're like, I'm doing it all, all the time. So maybe that's your core value is presence. Presence, yeah. In there you go. Yours is connection, mine's presence. Of life. Wow. We're working through this as we were talking about. I'm so glad it. I'm married to an integrative health coach. I'm just saying, we're just working this out all together, right? We are. We are. <laughs> real time. Real time. No, I'm glad we could talk that through. Um, glad we could figure that out. So yeah, so let's let's talk through our day. Let's go through and like kind of, you know, as as we talk through this, you'll see kind of how we've broken our day down. And again, this is we've tried to like take the the average of the days. Right. And like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of flexibility. Not every day looks exactly the same. This is a general roadmap that we try to follow. So we do both really thrive with routine. Yeah. So I think that that's something to say too. Like we are, we're very routine. We're pretty routine. So this day works for us because we thrive in routine where not everybody thrives in routine. Yeah. So all, I'm just going to kind of run through what does a day in the life look like? And then we'll talk about how our values fit into that. Do it. Okay. Hit us with it. Okay. So, and I'm not going to give times, um, just kind of how we go. So first we all wake up, (laughs) we all wake up in bed together. We call Oakley out of his crate because he sleeps in our room. So, Oakley comes up on the bed. Sleeps in our room, but in the crate. Mm-hmm. We're all together on top of the bed. We chill there for a little bit until Beckett decides he's ready to get off. And then Stephen takes Beckett in the morning, and they have time where they play together. Usually, lately, they play outside. Sometimes Stephen does yeah. some gardening. Finally, uh, warm enough, you know, where yeah, he loves play that. outside. Yeah, which has been so good for both of us to like get that early sunshine and sometimes it'll be in the backyard with a kind of like water play and stuff and sometimes it'll be in the front yard which is more like just walking on grass and Mm -hmm. exploring wood chips and pulling (laughs) weeds and stuff like that yep so while they play um i sleep (laughs) because beckett still wakes quite a few times at night um and i'm with i'm up with him you know whenever he wakes in the night briefly. So I will get usually like an hour nap, um, right away. And then I will do my yoga exercise right away in the morning. And so after Steven is still with Beckett and then Steven puts Beckett down for his first nap Mm -hmm. and right about that time, I'm usually finishing up with yoga. Um, and something I do while I do my yoga, is I listen to a meditation app. That's something I started practicing like six months ago um, because I was realizing it's really hard for me to fit that in when I'm like with Beckett, like reading what I want to read or listening to some sort of like yeah, spirituality especially right app. Now. It's like just he, hard. Yeah, and even if he's independent, he, he, 
it's still hard you don't know to get. when you're going to be interrupted yeah, yeah yeah and it's pretty rare to get any significant length of uninterrupted time right. with so it, i kind so. of merge that i yeah. do my exercise while i'm listening my favorite app uh it's kind of like a devotional app but it's called pray as you go it's a contemplative um spiritual app so I love that. Um, so then Stephen gets Beckett down for a nap. And then from there, what do you do usually when you get Beckett down from a nap for his first Yeah, nap? it kind of depends on when he wakes up. If he wakes up early enough, then like that's sort of when I do my workout, my training and all that. If he works, if he wakes up a little later in the morning, then I'll try to do my workout with him like while we're kind of together in the morning. Um, but usually, usually by the time like he's asleep, I am working out or finishing up, finishing up my workout and then starting my work day. Um, so kind of taking that time to get, get myself going. And then that always marks, like I put him down for his nap and then you always pretty much get him up right. from that nap. So that kind of marks the, the transition to where I'm the working, <laughs> I'm doing my, yeah, the handoff, I'm doing my thing. Um, and then Christine is kind of on, yeah. Beckett duty for the, for the bulk of the day, you know, until, until evening. So, yeah. So I'll get him up from his first nap when he wakes while Steven has started his work day in his office. Steven works from home and then, um, I'll get ready for the day. So I'll tidy up the bedroom and I'll get my outfit on or whatever. And usually during that time, um, I sit in front of the mirror on the floor and like do my hair and Beckett sits there with me. Sometimes he watches a show on the iPad. He doesn't watch much on the iPad, but like 10 minutes a day usually when I'm just getting myself ready and he kind of expects that. So and usually, he found this really cool Yeah, there's this that little um, super low stimulating. It's called Guess How Much I Love You. And it has all these different like little things on YouTube. So it's like little animals, like woodland animals yeah. going through Guess various things. how much things. I love you. There's and, a book and about so, it too. They're so sweet. And I think they have British accents too, which is yes, yes, ideal. Always makes it better. Nope. Yeah. So that's what we do. And then after that, we, me and Beckett go out and that's his time to do outside water play because he's not yet dressed for the day. So I can <laughs> let him be as messy as he wants. So he goes out on the deck. I fill all of his water bowls and he goes to town yeah. with his water. We just got, we just got him a bunch of like water things. Like we got him a little mm -hmm. like water dispenser and a little watering can. And he uses his old baby bath whale thing <laughs> as like sand and dirt and water. So he's got a whole kind of sensory fun outdoor play thing in the back deck. Yeah. So he loves that. Um, and during that time, that's when I make like our first meal of the day. So I make us like smoothies and toast and I make Beckett his little snack tray. And Sometimes this doesn't look like Beckett's happy doing water play. Sometimes it looks like Beckett's screaming because he wants me to be holding him during this time. So I end up wearing him on my back. <laughs> but in general, that's the time where um, I get us food and then we all eat. Me and Beckett always sit by the back door with the door open so he can listen to the birds and the wind while he eats and I eat. And then we take Steve and his food as well in the office. And then after that, we all go out for a family walk. Usually Stephen and Oakley join us. And so we take a 30 minute walk through the neighborhood. Usually we get to stop and talk with neighbors. There's yeah. a few neighbors who we I'm usually out and about. Yeah. We really love connecting with. We have the best neighbors. <laughs> Some really of you are do. probably really listening, which also makes you the best. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so we all go for that walk, and then Stephen goes right back to his office to keep working. And then during the next, like, this is the bulk of our day, um, I'm with Beckett, and we're doing, that's when I do house tasks or any cleaning or baking. Um, Sometimes we'll have a play date, like a neighbor will come over or a friend will come over. And that's kind of just our time together. We make Stephen his lunch and Beckett does independent play or some days that are hard, I wear him on my back the whole time while we're (laughs) doing things. And then after that, I put him down for his second nap. So he nurses and then he naps and I hold him for his second nap. Um, mostly for myself. I could yep. absolutely transfer him to his crib, but that's, that's a really a sweet, time. sweet time for me. And it's really good for me because it forces me to rest. And I really need that. Like mm. I need that check-in physically that I need to sit down. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah. Kind of stop moving. It's like, <laughs> can't multitask. Cause I can be like <laughs> a go, anything. go, go person. Yeah. And so yeah. I hold him and while he's sleeping, usually for like an hour and a half, I'll watch YouTube shows and I'll eat my lunch and then I'll do, I bring my computer in there. So I'll do any like client emails or work things that I need to do or just family admin stuff like paying bills or anything like that. So that's kind of my time also to like get things done. Um, so I guess physically chill, but not always mentally chill. And then I usually have to wake Beckett up because it gets late in the day and he yeah. can't sleep forever. It yeah, seems if, like. he, if he sleeps too long, then, I mean, y'all with kids know how that is. You know, you got to make sure he's <laughs> tired when it's time to go to bed. But, uh, yeah, yeah, he'll sleep long. And, like, the the whole bulk of this whole day, you know, it really varies from day to day in terms of just how, like you said, like sometimes Beckett's happy playing, doing his own thing. Yeah. Sometimes you're literally wearing him all day. for all of this that yeah. he just walked us through. So, the days can really, really vary depending yeah. on his little emotional state. And then um, I get him in for his nap and we prep dinner together. Usually getting up from his nap is a really hard adjustment for him. So I will, well, first we come out to the kitchen and he gets one chocolate chip. It's just his thing. It's hard for him to wake up. So he takes his little Need fingers and he pulls one boost. chocolate chip out of the freezer Single container. Um, and then usually I end up wearing him on my back while I prep our dinner. Usually I put on a podcast during that time or music. And then after that... Um, Stephen ends his work day. So is there anything that you want to like backtrack? Like this entire time, Stephen is just locked in his office. Is there anything in your rhythms that you do every day during that time? No, I would say, I mean, just y'all don't need to know about the details of my work day, you know, but, but I mean, generally, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in there. Um, you know, I'm, you know, when Beckett wakes up from his nap that you guys will usually open the door and say hi and he'll walk in and, you know, give me a hug and all that stuff, which is really fun. But, um, but yeah, it's a mix of, you know, calls, responding to stuff, doing some deep work and all that jazz. And I'll usually have my noise canceling headphones on because my office is on the, we, we have a main floor and a basement. Um, and the upstairs is, is pretty small. So it's, you know, like my, my office door is like right there, you know, it's right down the hall. So, 
Um, so I can usually hear everything that's, that's going on. And sometimes that's fine. Sometimes most of the time it's really distracting for me. So I'll throw my noise canceling headphones on and, and go to town. Um, but, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Take that break to go walk and finish things out. And then, yeah, usually by the evening I'm, I'm good to go and I wrap up and then come out and play yeah, a that's, little bit, do that's the transition. The second handoff. So yep. I always make <laughs> this is like a funny thing, but I always make hot chocolate for both of us. But Steven likes yes. his iced, so we call it an iced chocolate. Oh yeah, that's something backing up oh, a little okay. bit. Usually in the early afternoon, it's been hit or miss lately, but uh, in in the early afternoon, I'll make lattes. Mm, he'll come I'll out and iced, make a latte. This is true. Latte. He'll yeah. do that, and then he'll take it back with his lunch, which is always. A salad with a muffin. That's like his yep. lunch. The salad is like power packed. Power packed with amazing salad. Lentils. I crave and- that salad. It's so good. It's like lentils and potatoes and fresh greens from the community garden and this <laughs> sesame seed delicious dressing. dressing. Oh, Maybe I should so send my epic Stephen's epic salad recipe <laughs> that I've created. We're really good at naming. Like <laughs> Except everything epic is just salad. epic. Okay, so. Yeah, he comes, he's done with work, and then I have made him his iced chocolate and a homemade, he has one of his homemade chocolate chip cookies, and then I have my homemade hot chocolate. Um, I should also put the recipe for that. Let us know if you want the recipe for these things. Um, And I go down to the basement then. That's my time where it's truly just my alone time. So Beckett and Steven will play together while I have one hour in the basement. And I sit down there in my sweet little room that I love so much down there, our little guest suite. Unless there's a guest staying there and then I will not come down and sit with you for an hour, I promise. (laughs) Make sure to block off my basement time guest. Coming down. Um, But usually during that time, this is kind of where like one of the things that I do for my, um, to kind of help my body recalibrate because I have POTS, um, usually by that time I'm pretty overstimulated in the day. Like sometimes I feel like I'm going to cry because I'm just like, I'm just overwhelmed even if the day hasn't been hard, but my nervous system is just... It, it gets really loud throughout the day. So I can start having like visual disturbances. I start getting really dizzy. It gets really hard. Even like any sounds start to feel really triggering for me. So when I go down to the basement, it's really quiet down there. And I put my headphones in and I put on um, bilateral brain music, basically. Um, I worked with a therapist who introduced me to that. But it's basically helps your nervous system like recalibrate and sort of center. Mm. Um, so it's this bilateral, like these noises play left and right ear. And so I have that on the whole time to help my nervous system. And I put my feet up because usually I have like blood pooling in my feet because that's something I deal with with POTS as well. Um, and I drink my hot chocolate and that's my time where I usually just spend reading, a book, or if I have a client that day, that's when I do my mentoring. So if you work with me or you're one of my mentorees, it's always at that time from 6 to 7 p.m. Um, 
And then I'll quickly take a shower, put on my lounge clothes, because there's a shower down in the basement, and then I will head back upstairs so that we can all eat dinner together. Is there anything you want to add during that time that you and Beckett routinely do? Uh, <laughs> no, we, I mean, it's usually more out, outside play, and then I have my iced chocolate, mm-hmm, yes. iced hot chocolate However, that works. Um, yeah, it's also you, you it's the, a peanut butter, peanut butter, hot or iced. It's chocolate. really good. It's really good. Um, yeah, so that's like iced chocolate and cookie time mm-hmm. for me and Beckett. Beckett always has some of my cookie. Uh-huh. That's that's been something he looks forward uh, looks forward to quite a bit. And yeah, and we'll just we'll hang out. We'll play kind of whatever he needs to do for that transition because that's usually a tough transition for him too. The evenings can really be hit or miss with him, yeah. you know. And he he's so attached to you that when you go down, it's a it's usually pretty rough there at the at the start. So we usually end up going outside, or sometimes we'll go for a walk or whatever. But you usually listen to music too. I feel like when I come up, you're usually listening. Yeah, to music listening together. to music, and then it'll usually devolve as it goes on into like he wants me to read him like eighteen books at the same time. <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> note that he doesn't actually he just, let us read a full book to him ever. All the books, so we usually end up like just kind of still and like kind of just being together in the before, nursery. In the usually. nursery, yeah, before dinner. Um, yeah. Oakley's always, always present mm-hmm. as well. Um, but yeah, that basement time for you, it is, it has, uh, we've tried to like be flexible with it. We're like, well, w- let's do this instead of the basement time. Cause it'll still be fun. It'll feel relaxing. And it never is like, it's never the same as you getting that basement time. So that's become a non-negotiable mm-hmm. for our family is that Christina, mama always gets that basement time. <laughs> nobody, is, nobody enjoys who I am if I don't get basement it, it, time. Well, it just makes a huge, I mean, it's, it's hard to convey. It like recalibrates me. It's like the reset button. Yeah. Cause without it, like you, you run out of steam yeah. before the end of the night. And like that, that the evening is, it requires a lot like yeah. dinner and then clean up and Beckett's usually in a pretty hard spot cause he's getting toward, it's getting tired and yeah. towards bed and all that. So we have to be kind of on and without that time, like it, it, it's really hard. So yeah, we yeah. really, really dedicate, really protect that basement time for, uh, for mama. Yep. So then I come up and we all sit down. I put dinner on our plates and we always light the candle at the dinner table that's kind of like a transition moment where we light the candle and then we start eating and we will share three highlights of our day we will each me and Stephen will share those Beckett will one day um and we ask him but he never tells us he never tells us and we all sit there and eat together um and then after dinner I o- Oakley o- gets four treats. Oakley always gets four treats <laughs> four during treats. We, dinner. We we give him his food at dinner as well. He's kind of a free feeder, but he usually eats like you know most of his food for mm-hmm. for right then. But we always give him a treat when we eat dinner because it feels like you know we're all eating. He should get something. He should too. get something special. Yes. So we um we clean up dinner. I usually do the dishes while Stephen makes us evening espressos we do decaf espressos but that's a routine that we have we always have our espressos after dinner and that's just that is two lattes potentially a day 
Because we're that bougie. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have an espresso machine. We love to use it. You and usually have two a day. Yeah. And like we've kind of gotten out of the afternoon rhythm. So like that's not usually an everyday yeah. thing. But we always have an our evening, evening latte yeah. and chocolate. One of our best investments. We got it on Facebook Marketplace also. Shout highly, out to highly recommended. If you like coffee, if you like going to a coffee shop, getting a good latte, you can get like 90% there. And Usually your lattes are even better than what we get at a coffee shop. There's, it's yeah, it's so good. It's fun. <laughs> and it, and you learn a skill that you can like, you know, when somebody comes over, it's like, can I make you a latte? And be like, yeah, of course you can. Steven loves his latte. It's game, so guys. fun to be able to give that to somebody. Anyway, yeah, it's all a, right. It's off my awesome. espresso high horse. So we have our espressos and that's like playtime um, in the nursery or if it's nice, we'll go out on the deck again and put our little lights on out there. Um, that's a time too where we really try to protect not being on our phones or doing anything other than just being together. It's kind of a sacred time for us, I think, like from dinner to where Beckett goes to bed. And then we get Beckett ready for bed and I nurse him to sleep and I usually sit there and hold him for like a half hour. That's usually when I text my friends back. So if you get a text late at night, I'm probably holding Beckett asleep. Um, and then Steven will do the dishes if they're not done already. And then he'll go and he'll usually game for like a half hour with a friend online or he'll finish up work tasks for the day during yep. that time. Yeah. It's kind of my, my little time at the end of the day. Yeah. And then I come out after I lay Beckett in his crib and I'll make a snack because I always have a snack before bed because it makes me feel way better. And I'm usually up nursing a few times in the night. Um, need those calories. Yeah. I gotta get those calories. Christina's carb loading all the time. <laughs> I'm everything loading all the time. <laughs> everything. My, food loading. I'm food loading all the time. All the time. Um, no, it's a funny difference between us. Like Christina like thrives on the night snacks. Like late, we're talking late night, like 11 o'clock, you know? Yeah. We go to bed really late. And <laughs> I like, I don't, I've really identified like if I have late snacks, I feel bad in the morning. Yeah. yeah it kind of Except for for ice cream weird. night. You always have a snack on Friday but it's worth it. I do. It is. It's worth the, the pain yeah, and the discomfort. Yeah. No. Pain's exaggerating. No. That's actually something too that's maybe specific to me because of pots. Like it helps my blood sugar stay regulated if I have a snack right before bed. Otherwise, like I go, you know, that that's hard for me. So well, and again, you're nursing as well. Yeah, and I'm night. nursing through the night <laughs> and waking up. That just throws everything out the yeah. window. So I have my snack. We get into bed and I have my snack. Steven reads like two pages of a, of a book that we're reading through. And then we'll either just sit there and talk for like a half hour or we'll watch a show um, on YouTube or something. Usually Dude, it's like a gardening tutorial. It's usually gardening or like we had Great Discovery. British Bake Off. Yeah, Great <laughs> British Bake Off. We had, you know, Discovery, the Magnolia Network on Discovery Plus for a while. So we'd watch those and. Yeah, so just kind of whatever. Usually, I guess the the common thread there is low stimulation. Yeah, we're not you know, one for super exciting. We're not looking for the drama shows. or the murder mysteries oh. or the police detective shows. <laughs> so that's our day. Hopefully, that was a yeah. little bit less than bland to listen to. <laughs> um, but that's how we've. And if it is, and you're still listening, I mean, more power to you. I Way know. to go! Way to go! You made it through. You're like. 
their life is either really boring or <laughs> no, that's just, and that's a weekday too. Weekends look different. Yeah, so but like, I think just from a, a day to day standpoint, like the things that stand out to me, and this is kind of the, the next section here is like, what's working about this for us? Uh, what's working well and what isn't working? Like for me, the, the, the stuff that, you know, like I've got like dedicated Beckett time. So that's like dedicated family. Like that's me being a dad, like in the morning and in the evening. And then I have that dedicated time for my workout. I have my dedicated, um, work time and I've got like, we, we, it feels like there are sections throughout the day for the things that matter for me. And then like for you, like getting that basement time, you get your morning nap, you, we get that walk in the middle of the day. Like it feels like we've really gotten into a good rhythm where we're getting the essentials pretty much every day. Mm -hmm. um, on a weekly basis, I usually need a hike, like where I get to go out and I go hike for an hour. So I'm like doing something physical. I'm like out of my head. And like, I get that solitude time. So I usually, if I go a couple of weeks without getting that, I start to notice it on a daily, like I, I just feel off. Yeah. Um, and another thing weekly as well, um, is I usually take one day and work at a coffee shop just to like, again, kind of have that different environment. Um, you know, I leave around like noon I'm there until five ish. Um, just so I have a different space um, that I've identified that as something really helpful yeah. for my mental health and for my work and all that stuff. I feel like we've really like crafted our rhythms in this season in a way that's working well for us. And there've been other seasons where like, we're like, I don't know what's going on, but like life just feels chaotic and hard. Yeah. And I think that those are some of the core things that we figured out. Like, okay, you need a day at a coffee shop. I need my basement time. And like, I realized I wasn't really feeling connected, like spiritually or having any time for that. And so I pulled that into my yoga time right. and that, that was really helpful for me. And even with like connecting with friends, sometimes that wasn't happening. And so that's a time where, you know, I, I prioritize that when I'm holding him once he's asleep, that's when I text my friends back. Um, yeah. So I think those are some of the ways that like that routine is working for us, yeah. that you're getting your designated things that you need and I'm yeah. getting the connection that I need. Yep. So is there anything right now that you feel like is not working well or any part of what you value that you feel like, I want to think about that a little bit and how I yeah. can add that into my life more? Yeah, I think the things, you know, the thing right now, like Beckett is changing so much, you know, he's developing quickly and like mornings recently feel like they they've really shifted a bit he's a lot more active he is a lot more opinionated now so i have a little less autonomy in the morning and so i've i have that kind of evening into morning like the really the morning routine has been a pretty challenging for me because there are some times where i'm not putting him down until 10 30 or something 10 o'clock 10 30 and so i it feels like sometimes it feels like my morning i'm just kind of held hostage like mm -hmm. i try to do my workout and he won't let me for various reasons so 
that's been a little bit of a, I do best if I work out in the morning, I've done the evening workout thing, like I end work at five and I work out and do that. But it, it just, it, that's a lot harder for me mentally, physically, everything Lee. So I really want to make it work for the morning, but that, I think that's something that I don't feel is quite, uh, ideal yet. So. Yeah, well, it's like it's not possible right now. So I guess how we would work w- into that is like looking at our values and what you value is yeah. like compartmentalizing. And right now there's all this like overflow because it's like Beckett and I'm mm-hmm. trying to work out. And it's like then you're frustrated right. starting off your day. So I wonder then what that would look like if you say like, okay, well, my value is this. So how can I structure my morning so that it aligns with that more? Yeah. Yeah. And I I think the the challenge is figuring out, you know, um, is there a way where I can, you know, is there a place where I can go with Beckett where he's safe and he's independently playing and I kind of have my space where I can do like my full workout and like we're okay. You know, an option might be like the front yard, except we don't have a fence. So he mm-hmm. could just toddle off into the street. Mm-hmm. Not a great plan. Um, he could be on the back deck and then I would be down stairs kind of on our back driveway. Kind of hard to explain, but like there's like a bottom section and that could work. But then he's just up on the deck by himself. So that doesn't really feel great either. And I want to be with him. Like I, I want, I want that time with him. So it's, yeah, it, it is a little challenging uh, one, one question too, is like, can I just choose a different form of exercise in this season right now? So maybe that's, I I bring him with me or he's a part of it. I'm holding him and I'm doing a hundred squats or something. I don't know, like finding a way to, to kind of do that. So I think it's either that or figuring out, you know, like really being just super careful about not having anything work related in the morning at all so that the second I put him down for his nap, I can go straight to doing my workout regardless of the time that it is. Um, yeah. So that's, those are the thoughts, you know, that's kind of the stuff to think through and figure out. But to me, the priority for the morning is Beckett time. Like I, that's my time with him. I get two hours sometimes two and a half hours of just me and him playing at the beginning of the day. It's really important time for me. So as much as I can not be distracted mm-hmm. trying to multitask with him, I, I, I want to be focused with him. So that feels like the priority. Yeah. Yeah. It's all tricky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Like always trying to navigate all these things. But, um, what about you? Anything right now that feels like, uh, isn't working or could be better? I think if there's, uh, one thing that's in my values that I'm not sure is like really playing out throughout the every day is, um, maybe connection with others. I sometimes crave more like face to face connection with people. So I think that's just something that I need to remember to be intentional about. It's like scheduling weekend things or play dates or things like that. Um, cause I can start to feel 
not myself when I feel disconnected from other people and you're just living in a small world. Um, but yeah, on a practical level too, sometimes during the day transitions are really hard and that can make me feel disconnected from myself. So like I'll be down in the basement, I'll feel like so aligned and grounded and then I'll come up stairs and I need to get dinner on the table and Beckett's really upset and then Steven's energy's really off because Beckett's been upset and all of a sudden it's like I unravel everything I've just done. Peaceful time, shattered. And so then it's like, wow, how can we make this better? Because I'm suddenly feeling very disconnected from myself. And that's something we're kind of talking about lately too. Like maybe during that transition, Stephen keeps him in the nursery so he doesn't know I'm upstairs. Because once Beckett knows that I'm in the vicinity, oh, he it's all over. really needs me to hold him. He will be, I mean, we will have been playing <laughs> perfectly zero issues for an hour and a half he is happy he's like fine doing his own thing and like all that jazz and he will as soon as he hears the door open if he hears the door open or if he sees christina it's it's all over and like i he, need he, he needs me to hold him so yes. like i can't get dinner on the table he must because be he attached needs me to you to hold him. Yeah. <laughs> and so you have to wear him or you have to hold him and like even if i like take him back it's it's all it, do, it's yeah. all done it's very it's chaotic done. so yes yeah, we lovingly to refer out. to him as a barnacle baby barnacle baby but anyways so <laughs> Oh, I love it when you make that sound. We'll see Sorry. if that gets cut out. To Stephen makes all these really weird mouth noises sometimes that I'm like, Whoa, not mouth noises, sound effects <laughs> with your mouth. Just sound effects. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so closing out, then, um, what do you feel when you're disconnected? When you're not in alignment with your values, how do you know that you're not something's off? Like how does that manifest for you? Like for someone listening, if they're like, I don't really know if I'm in alignment with my values right now. I think for me, I usually like in a moment when I have space, I feel like it's that feeling of like, what did I do even, you know, it's this feeling of feeling like things are a little bit out of control and like you, you don't know what you've done. Um, so like at the end of the week, I look at the previous week and I'm like, whoa, like I didn't do anything that I feel like I wanted to do necessarily. Um, it's just that feeling of like, I'm on a runaway train of my life (laughs) (laughs) and life is just taking me. Um, so there's that. I usually will feel, um, really like irritated and just generally off. So whatever that might feel like for you, just mentally off. A lot of times what I've learned about myself is that a lot of times that will, I've identified that when I'm irritated or frustrated, I used to think it was because of the situation that was happening. And now I know that chances are I just haven't gotten the, I'm just not in a good mentally health mental health place, you know, so things are, um, I know it's me basically is what I'm trying to say. And I know that like, Oh, I'm, I'm feeling like this again. I'm feeling really like angry or, or irritated, or I'm like these old familiar feelings are coming back up. I need a hike. 
I need my solitude time. And I go and I do that and it's like, all right, I'm, I'm good again. Which so. is a good reminder because it can feel like, ah, oh, the world is out to get me right now and everything's frustrating me. But really it's like we do, sometimes we do have a choice over, well, I guess all the time we have a choice over how we lived out our values though. So like, but did you get a walk outside today? Did you get a hot shower today? Did you do any sort of reading or meditation? And like, usually the answer is, Oh no, I didn't do that. So it kind of, yeah. 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 I I think like if I, if I really am feeling like a victim, you know, where I'm like, everything's like you you were just saying, everything's out to get me. Uh, or everybody's out to get me. Nothing is like if you're just feeling that general like discontentment, yeah. you know. And and for me, like a, a classic thought for me is where I'm just like everything is wrong. Like I am in the wrong everything in my life. Like it just ev- everything feels off, you know. And, and it's that used to really throw me for an existential loop, uh, which if you know me, may not be that surprising, but. Now I know, I'm like, no, dude, like, your life is fine. Everything's fine. You need a hot shower. You just need to go take a shower, you know? Like, seriously, go take a shower. How many times have I lovingly said, well, did you get a shower today, babe? Yep. Yep. Yep, yep. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, I, I, but I think that's, I think that's kind of universally true. That That feeling of, like. I am overwhelmed by everything that's like, I'm, if you feel like you're totally at capacity or like out of even, it's like, I have nothing left to give, you know, I am burned out on both ends. It's like, yeah, you probably are. And like there, we need to figure out how to carve in some space for you in there to get what you need. So if that resonates with you or if you're feeling like overwhelmed, then that might be, a good like red flag of, well, let's like prune it back to like, what are your values and are you living in alignment with yeah. them every day? Yeah. And For, yeah, sorry. Keep going. Oh, I'm sorry. For me, it would be, I feel really agitated and overstimulated. Like that's for me, my red flag is I start feeling like super agitated, like everything irritates me, things that shouldn't irritate me. And then really overstimulated, like a metal spoon might drop on our floor and I want to scream. So that's like two indicators for me that I probably am not really in alignment with these core values of mine right now. Yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense. And I'm just thinking of, of somebody who, you know, might be feeling that space of like, yeah, I'm, everything's wrong, you know, and I'm at capacity. I'm overwhelmed. I think the, like, if you really sit with it and you're honest with yourself, like, what's the one thing you feel like you need? You know, it's like, if I could, I just need this thing. Like I need, I need sleep. (laughs) So I need an extra hour of sleep a day or I need, 30 minutes to myself. I need a girl's night. I need, um, or a boy's night, night, you know, or whatever. (laughs) Like I need, um, you know, I need to, to go to the driving range, you know, and hit some golf balls or something like just what I'm trying to say is what's that one thing that if you're like, honestly, like right now, this is like the thing that I wish I could do and I can't Mm. It's like, hold on to that. Like figure that out. Like what, like, that that is not 
that is not an unnecessary want. That's not a frivolous desire. You know, it, that's not something to just like hunker down and go, well, that's just not what I'm going to get in this season. Like to me, at least I say, no, you need that. Figure out how to get that because that will make you a better person for the rest of the time <laughs> that you're awake and conscious and interacting with other people. Um, and it's, it doesn't matter if it makes sense. doesn't matter if, if it feels dumb, like do it, carve it out. And like, for me, it's as simple as like going on a hike, a one hour hike a week has the difference to totally transform my mental health for a week. So it, I just, I feel really passionately about this because it, it, these are the things that really kept me afloat last year. And, um, and I hear people talk about it like, oh, I just am not feeling good. And they, they, they know what they need. And, but they're, they, there's all these reasons and all these excuses for why they can't get that thing or why they can't do that thing. And I'm not talking about like, I wish I could, I don't know, go Get a new car. Yeah, get a new car. It's like, okay, well, there's some things that are legitimately out of your, out of your, out of range. But then it's like, well, what are you really, what is it that you really want? Maybe for a new car, you're feeling like really restricted and you want some freedoms. Like what can that look like in a different capacity, right? Like pruning, coming back to these, what values are you really looking to Yeah. And it's usually, yeah, that's a great, that's a great call out. Usually like that bigger feel, if you're like, I know I want to be able to spend whatever I want, you know, I want to be able to, to buy coffee whenever I want, you know, which, I mean, that's not that, (laughs) that, that's not that big of a deal. People are like, you don't, but like, I mean, to get, to get really vulnerable here, like for me last year, when I was in a really hard spot, I, I would feel like my brain would tell me that this is this like i it would my brain would tell me um i you don't want to be with Christina and Beckett anymore like it would be it would feel really really it was like this is wrong and that's like the extreme thing but what i actually needed was just a little bit of my own time i just needed a little bit of my space. And so that, like, I just needed solitude. And I didn't, once I started getting that in a hike or at the coffee shop, it was like, oh, that's, that's all, that was the root of that. It wasn't actually like whatever this big overwhelming feeling was. I just needed this like tiny little thing. So. Yeah, that's interesting. Coming back full circle then to like the value, it's like in that season you weren't compartmentalized every compartment wasn't being filled and like the compartment of like self care for you wasn't being filled. So then it was trickling over to other spaces. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to wrap up with the health, heart and home section, which is just how can we apply this core content to our daily lives? And hopefully you gathered something. I think we're both feeling like this podcast we've just shared a lot. It's been kind of all over the place, but what we want you to glean from it is that you feel empowered to take a look at what are one to three things that you really value in your life. And then 
assess, are these things present in my day to day? And if they're not, are there any shifts that you can make to incorporate them more intentionally to fit into your routine? Right. Is there anything you want to add to that? No, I think that that's exactly, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Yeah. Um, you know, just trying to identify like, what are those, if you don't know what your values are, you know, spend some time identifying one or two, you know, and don't, don't go hard, you know, be like, all right, here's eight, you know, like just find one and see if you can practice and carve that into your week somehow. Yeah. Okay. Should we close up with whimsy and delight still? Yeah. Let's close up with whimsy and delight. What has been whimsying and delighting you? <laughs> I love the whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird to say. Do you want to start us off this time? Sure. Yeah. I, uh, let's see what I've been enjoying lately, uh, has been, um, just the, the garden, like getting some seedlings. So like I, I just had this plant sale at, um, I volunteer at the Nashville food project here in Nashville and at a community garden. And they had this massive plant sale. Um, where you can buy all these seedlings and they had so many fun, random, cool things like red flame peppers and something called, uh, hyacinth, whatever beans. So they're like these really cool bean, uh, like, uh, trellising beans. So I've been really getting a lot of delight from, uh, from, from just those plants and the, the seeds and, and the transplants and planting all that in my garden. So there's that. Um, yeah. What about you? Um, I'm just going to pick something really random that okay. I've been enjoying lately and it's my waterproof boots. Nice. <laughs> I've used them a few yeah. times this week. I have field grounds, waterproof boots. Me and Steven are very passionate about like, minimalist boot, foot friendly foot well steven i would say steven's the most passionate i am about <laughs> god was that you um about like wide toe box zero drop shoes so yeah, we yeah. love field grounds and for christmas i got some of their waterproof boots and i've been really enjoying them this week so that's yep. what's been bringing They're like me waterproof crazy. chelsea boots that are a little bit more of a rugged sole yeah not like rugged but they're just they can, grips, they can hold so I'm up. Not yeah. slipping all over the place. They're yeah. good boots. So yeah, yeah. been enjoying that lately. Yeah, they look Feel good. grounds. If yep. you want to look it up. Not sponsored. Just like them. All right. What's the best <laughs> thing? <laughs> the day we're sponsored by something is going to be a good day. A good, day. good day. All right. Um, what's the best thing you've eaten lately, Stephen Hudson? Oh man, best thing I've eaten lately. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say it's a drink, actually. It is this specialty brew from a local beer house called Harding House Brew. The uh, brew is called a, a Muscadine uh, wine. It's like a Muscadine wine beer combo. And they work with local grocers, local, not grocers, local growers to uh, to create like cool brews and stuff like that. So um, I got connected with them with the Nashville food project. They did like a beer fest thing and, uh, it was such a, a fun, interesting beer. So that's, 
that'll be my answer. What about you? All right. I think the best thing I've eaten lately, I feel like I've really mastered this cashew red curry. Oh, yeah. And I think that's been, I mean, we've eaten it probably so three good. times last oh week. So I'm going to have to say that's my favorite. So, so good. Like that's a, that's up cashews, there for me too. Yeah. Roasted cashews blended with the coconut milk. It's really creamy. Okay. Anyways. So good. One. Cool, y'all. Well, thank you so much for uh, hanging in there with <laughs> us for this. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we'd love your feedback on on these kinds of episodes. Did you like this? Did you not? We can take it. We can take the honest feedback. <laughs> um, and what would you like to hear more of? Is there anything specific that you'd like for us to dive into? We've done uh, a few kind of overarching episodes lately, but if there's a specific topic you'd love to hear us kind of deep do a deep dive in, yeah, uh, please think, let us know. I think that's kind of where we're headed next is yep. like we're kind of trying to do with these first episodes kind of overview so you get to know mm-hmm. us and what our yeah. life looks like. And I now think, we're starting to get a little more laser focused. Yeah, on we yep. can talk about like really specific health things or home things. So yeah, definitely give us ideas if you have. Yeah. Um, we would love if you want to support the show, you can, there's a $5 subscription option. You can go to willowtreeonline.com and find that. Um, The link is in the show notes. Link is in the show notes as well. And that just helps us with very practical costs, like the costs of hosting the website and hosting the podcast and, um, things like that. So if you want to support us, you get some goodies as well if you support us. Um, and uh, as of right now, uh, I don't know that we have our next topic decided. So hit that follow button, subscribe, <laughs> and get notified <laughs> when it gets when it drops. Um, but yeah, it'll be something uh, a bit more specific. We'll start diving into some of the stuff we're really passionate about and we'd love to share with you. So let us know what you want us to cover next. And we'll be sure to put that into the lineup coming up. So um, that's it. Uh, We'll see you next time under the willow tree. Bye. Bye. Welcome, my dear, to the endless summer. Welcome, my dear, to eternity.